Hello and good morning. I hope you're doing fine. This is the WP Builds newsletter number 27. It was released on Monday the 27th of August 2018 and it covers the week commencing the 20th of August 2018. Just a couple of things before we start. As always, if you could go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, you'll be able to subscribe to all of the channels that we uh, use. For example, we've got an email list and a messenger chat bot, which simply gives out um, notifications that the new episode is out and so on. Anyway, go over there. That'd be great. Also, if you could make the effort i realize some of you have i appreciate it greatly of going over to uh, itunes and possibly leaving us a review there or clicking the buttons underneath the podcast player and sharing this wherever you feel fit and finally wpbuilds.com forward slash deals where you can avail yourself of some deals on plugins such as toolset blog vault malcare and a whole bunch of others like main wp Okay, without further ado, let's get stuck into the meat and potatoes, as they say, this week's news. Okay, the first news article is from the WP Tavern website, and it's all about a hard fork of WordPress. Some people are obviously a little bit disgruntled about the fact that Gutenberg is coming along, and so uh, a a particular developer whose name escapes me right at this moment, but I think it's Scott Bowler, if memory serves, um, has decided to fork WordPress and call it Classic Press. Um, he posted an article on his own website as well, saying that mentioning this had got him booted out of the Slack channel, which uh, didn't go down too well. But anyway, the point being that he has decided that from now on, he's going to maintain a hard forked copy of WordPress so that there is no Gutenberg in sight. So we'll have to see how that goes. We'll have to see if he commits to updating that and security patching and so on. But if you uh, really, really dislike Gutenberg, then that might be something you want to look at. Okay, the next one is about the fact that there is a new plugin. Uh, it's on the WP Tavern website once again. There's a new plugin uh, which is called, I don't know the exact name, but I think it's called Network Media Library. And the idea is that it enables you to share all the media in your library throughout a multi-site network. I won't go into the details too much. There are a whole variety of plugins that do this, but this simply allows you to share every single piece of content without having it uh, this content on this site and this content on this subsite and so on. So if you're using multi-site and you want the ability to share every single piece of content on all of those websites, then yeah, that could be absolutely something that you'd be looking to, to do. Okay, for the first time ever, I'm going to do a bit of self-promotion during the news because yesterday, that is to say yesterday on the day I'm recording this, I did a webinar with Andre Gagnon from Project Huddle and we had lots and lots of people attending and I've created a YouTube video so you can see basically it's a sort of slight bit of news but a slight promotion for the plugin as well. Andre explains how to use Project Huddle in your uh, WordPress projects and there's quite a lot of nice stuff in there. Just to say the webinar platform that we use kind of mucked up the audio uh, in that it syncs differently between he, he and I but that won't spoil the content that he delivers because he just talks 
by himself basically so okay there we go um, and also actually forgot about that he's giving 20% off for people who purchase his plugin um, click on the link in the YouTube video if that's if that's your bag okay the next one is a fairly complicated and long read and it's on the talk um, talkmag.io website the article is called The Real Story on Cookies, Dispelling Common Myths About the GDPR and Consent. Obviously, during May, we went through all this absolute craziness about GDPR. Um, and this article is sort of distilling and separating out what's needed in terms of cookies um, and what's needed in terms of GDPR. It doesn't really go on about GDPR too much. I think we've had enough of that. But this is all about what you need to do in order to obey the cookie law, which is called the e-privacy directive. This is something that you do need to pay attention to, but you, it's quite interesting. You don't need to do as much as perhaps you thought. For example, it's OK just to alert people to the fact that if you continue using the website, you are you are agreeing to these cookies. Um, and also it's OK to just use standard um, browser features rather than having clever technology in your own technology stack like WordPress. It's okay to point them to disabling cookies in the browser, but you mustn't put cookies, uh, allegedly according to this, in their system before they've had a chance to read the warning. So there you go. Quite interesting. Okay, the next one, this stuff always bothers me slightly, but I think this one's going to be okay. It's a company called Oakley Capital have actually acquired cPanel. Now, whenever I see a company called Oakley Capital, it makes me worry that venture capitalists are in this just to sort of strip out all the assets. Well, they've bought cPanel, and I'm sure many of you will know cPanel as a solution for maintaining the kind of back end of your website, so the database and the PHP files and all of that kind of stuff. It's a web user interface for all of that kind of stuff, and it's very, very popular. They've got lots and lots of employees, and the one thing that made me pause is that they bought Plesk, which is a rival back in May 2017, and they don't seem to have mucked that up too much because I've, I'm using Plesk and it seems to be going okay. The only worry I have, I suppose, is that now Plesk and cPanel are owned by one company, and they are basically the two things which most people, I would say, use. So certainly if you're using cPanel, watch this space. It might be something that you, you want to think about. Okay, the next one is a, is a job advert um, on the WPMU Dev site. Obviously, WPMU Dev is a, is a large purveyor of plugins for WordPress, and they're looking for a blogger. Um, they've got some criteria. Here's what the job entails. Writing about, illustrating, creating videos regarding all things WordPress. Uh, being part of our community, coming to WordCamps and so on. So if you are a blogger and you've got a history, go to the link and you can kind of decide for yourself whether this is the kind of job that you want anything to do with or not. But uh, they've got a job and it's quite nice to know about these things. Okay, turns out that iThemes, I didn't know this, maybe this is the first one they've ever done, but they do a security roundup. They've got five or six little articles, I'll just go through them. Um, Reddit learned that SMS isn't the best method for two-factor authentication. Security disables TLS versions 1.0 and 1.1. TLS 1.3 is approved. Microsoft says hello to web authentication. And Google wants to join the web authentication party. In other words, this article is a distillation of WordPress-ish security news over the last month. So that's that's quite a nice thing. So there you go. 
Right, a little while ago we had um, a new venture called WordCamp for Publishers. It was held in Chicago earlier this month. It's kind of a bit unique. It's got the WordCamp branding, but it's um, only for people who kind of uh, create content so actually it'd be something I'd be quite interested in attending at some point but just to say that it was a real barnstorming success by the sounds of it lots of people waxing lyrical about how it's the best sort of conference of its type that ever attended regardless of the industry you're in and now the videos are out on wordpress.tv or at least they're rolling out so if you're a marketer or a content creator and you want to see those talks some of them piqued your fancy then uh, go and have a look uh, this this article is on the wp tavern website but it links back to the uh, the pages where you can find the wordpress.tv articles Okie doke, the next one. Um, I'm not going to go into this in great length, but this article is called We Tried Converting a Bespoke Website Design in WordPress with Gutenberg, and this is what happened. Um, the too long didn't read bit basically says, as far as we're concerned, we don't think we're going to implement our bespoke web, des web designs using the Gutenberg editor just yet. The main reasons are the Gutenberg API is still very much in development, so much so that even the official docs are out of date. A few important features are still in their infancy or missing, overriding default blocks, nesting blocks, etc. And we estimate that it would more than double our dev and QA time. Updating blocks already used in the content area is complicated. So we're getting close, aren't we? And obviously articles like this from a, uh, a person really in the real world trying to do things with Gutenberg is perhaps illustrative that there's still some work to be done. If you are wrangling with this problem, this is quite a long article. You could go and read about all the things and see if they match up to the kind of problems that you're having. The next one is a WordPress.org um, plugin. It's called Advanced Custom Blocks. I just came across it this week. The description is a WordPress admin interface and simple templating system for building custom blocks. We all know that blocks are the thing in Gutenberg, and this plugin seems to be a first attempt at uh, allowing you to create advanced custom blocks. I have to say I have not used it. I haven't tried it. They've only got one review, but it came across, and I thought this is the kind of direction if I if Gutenberg is going to see um, sorry to, to do well, this is the sort of stuff that I think um, needs to be happening. So there we go, go check it out. Right, the next one is from the Toolset website. We had Amir on the podcast. He's the CEO of On the Go Systems, who um, run Toolset. They're looking for some feedback because they want to allow Toolset to be um, a solution whereby, with a very straightforward interface, you can create proper fully featured membership sites um, and they would like a survey of people to so that they can understand exactly what's missing in toolset currently they've had an update on the website saying okay we've got um, we've got a few ideas but basically if you're into making membership sites and you've got a toolset license or are thinking of buying it then um, yeah maybe go and have a look at this incidentally if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals you can get 20% off your toolset license so I just thought of that that's quite handy um, okay right the last one which is WordPress news is the breezy the breezy b-r-i-z-y page builder um, is launching their pro version and it came out a little while ago they were taking pre-orders 
um, at a considerably reduced rate. And we had um, Dimitri Baitanchuk on for, on the podcast talking about it. It's going to be a, a really good page builder, I think. But the reason I've got this as a piece of news is because I just love the way that they're rolling it out. Unlike the Gutenberg project, which is just going to smack you in the face in this one moment. Obviously, you can play with it. What they've decided to do is they've decided to each week add a new feature. Most of them are mostly finished, but they're going to add something this week, something next week, something the week after, something, and they've listed them all. And I just think this is such a nice, refreshing approach to this kind of thing. Why not do this with Gutenberg, dare I say it? So that we know what's coming out and, you know, we, we have a, an eye on the roadmap and we can see what's going on. Okay, brilliant. I just love the way that they've approached that. Very, very good indeed. The non-WordPress news, only two pieces this week. This is on Search Engine Journal. The new Google Assistant feature delivers good news only. I don't know about you, but I get a little bit fed up listening and watching the news. Not not this, <laughs> not this bit of news, you know, the WordPress news from WP Builds. I mean, the news in general. And if I ask for the news on my Google Home device, it gives me the regular news and some of it's a bit miserable. Well, what they've decided to do is to humanly curate some good news. And if you say, I can't remember what the, the keyword is. I think it's you say, OK, Google, tell me something good. It's going to give you simply little bits of good news. Now, the it's not sort of subjective stuff. There's criteria about it. And basically, it's got to be the kind of stuff which is uh, philanthropic and helping the world. So it's not just random bits of news. But I, I just think that's such a nice idea. So if you've got a Google Home, go say those words and see what happens. And the last one, for those people who are interested in hosting and and AWS and DigitalOcean and so on and so forth. Um, this is on the TechCrunch website. AWS cuts in half the price of most of its light sale virtual private servers. Obviously, the competition in this area is very, very fierce with companies like DigitalOcean keeping the cost really, really low. Well, Amazon appears to be responding to that. Their one gigabyte little instance is now the same price as a DigitalOcean one, I think $5 per month, but they've also got a 512 megabyte instance, which is now only $3.50. Can't really see much purpose in that for most websites, you know, but if you've got a very small brochure site, you never know. Interesting anyway, and obviously the power of Amazon and all the stuff that it can bring to bear is very, very, um, very compelling indeed. So there you go. Check that out on TechCrunch. Thank you very much. I really, honestly, sincerely do appreciate you making it to the end of these news episodes and listening to them at all. Very much appreciated. And I hope you have a great week.